You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Let's dive into a brand new episode. Before we get started on this episode, here's a not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed here. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 25 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. Steve isn't nor does he offer any legal advice. For any legal advice, you must speak with a lawyer. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon. Just go to Amazon and search for author Steve Worsley. You can also take Steve's courses on Udemy or Skillshare, and you can find out more about those at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello. You're listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with myself, Steve Worsley. Today is Memorial Day, so I'd like to thank everybody that has family members that have given up their lives for this beautiful country. Today we're on episode 209, and today's topic is a great question, and it is, can rain gutters prevent toxic mold sickness? That quick answer is yes. So I hope all of you are doing well. We're finishing up a holiday weekend. It's gotten pretty warm. We went from lots of snow on the ground just a couple months ago to areas are flooding. Uh, You're probably going to get sick of me saying that, but in our line of work, when floods happen, we get really, really busy. So if you are experiencing any flooding, I apologize. And if you do have any questions, make sure you do reach out. So back to my question about rain gutters. Last week, we talked about grading and drainage, mainly grading. And so it's very fitting this week to talk about rain gutters because they go hand in hand. And you know, a lot of people just don't think about the rain gutters. There's a lot of things that we talk about on this podcast that we try to help you and inform you of just little things around your home that you can do to prevent toxic mold exposure. And rain gutters are something that we quite often find that are either defective, they have debris in them, they're not flowing properly, so they're just holding water. They could be missing downspouts. Downspouts might not have an extension on them. They may not have splash guards. There's a whole bunch of of defects that we run across with rain gutters. So, you know, like I said, it was fitting to, to have this as a topic. But one of the first questions that I want to ask all of you listeners, and I'm sure you're asking me, who needs rain gutters? Well, every property, whether it's a commercial property, whether it's your cabin, whether it's your home, 
they need to have some sort of rain gutter or gutter type of system. Of course, commercial properties, they're a lot more extensive. Commercial properties are typically flat roofs. So it's something that we look at, but when it comes to the commercial side of it, that's a that's a totally different ballgame. Most commercial properties, when they're built, they pay a lot of attention to the roof itself and all of the drainage for rainwater. And so you don't typically see gutters on a commercial building like you would your home. And so answering that question, every home needs one. And then the next question typically is, well, where do they go? And I, I know that sounds like a very dumb question, but I do see a lot of properties that they only put rain gutters over the doorways so that when you walk out of the house, you don't have rain from the roof dripping on your head. That's not what rain gutters were designed to do. They're not designed to keep you dry, which if it's raining, you would need an umbrella anyways, but they're not designed to keep you dry when you step out onto your front porch and go to your vehicle or wherever you're going. Those gutters are designed to take the rainwater from the roof and put it into an area where it can be controlled, meaning it can go to the downspout and then we can get it away from the house. If you don't have any rain gutters, the water literally just runs over the eaves and hits the ground. Those of you that know you need rain gutters, but you've been putting it off for a couple years, maybe a lot of years, I'm sure you can go out there and you can literally see a trench where all the rainwater comes off the roof. That's how important the rain gutters are. All that water at some point has to go to another area and it usually will dissipate through those soils and it'll end up right next to your foundation and water right next to your foundation, just like we talked about last week, will probably end up inside your home or in your crawl space and then that's going to lead to mold concerns. So to backtrack a little bit, I want to just quickly cover the components of the rain gutters. So you have the gutters themselves that are attached to the eaves. They all slope or should slope to the downspout. That's the gutter that's coming off of the roof and it comes down to the ground level. Then after that, you have an extension. And after the extension, you have a splash guard. If your gutters don't have all of those components, that doesn't mean they're not working properly, but there may be some improvements we can make. So just keep that in mind that rain gutters are not just the gutters themselves up on the eaves of the roof. They have to have the downspout and a downspout extension and a splash guard. And a splash guard is not always uh, warranted or is it needed. That all depends on the type of structure you have, the type of rain you get, things like that. So going back to the rain gutters, one thing I get asked a lot is, well, what type of materials should we be using for rain gutters? And for those of you that want the best bang for your buck, best thing to use is aluminum. And my opinion, obviously, it should be aluminum seamless rain gutters. And when you hear that term seamless, those of you that have dealt with rain gutters know exactly what that means and why they're important. If you don't know why seamless rain gutters are important, You've probably never dealt with the piece together pieces you use from your local hardware store. So you can go down to Lowe's, Home Depot, Ace, wherever you want to go, and you can buy the plastic ones. And those typically, you they sell you all the clips, all the 90s, the downspouts, everything you need. But the problem is, is they're pieced together. As you can only imagine, you can't buy a plastic piece of rain gutter that's going to span the length of your home or the length of your eaves. So those are typically the two different materials. You have aluminum and then you have the plastic ones that are pieced together. I always recommend the aluminum ones that are seamless. Why? Uh, over time, 
would you think you would need seamless? That is simply due to the fact that you have to keep maintaining those that are not seamless. If they're not seamless, you listeners that have those, I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. The joints end up leaking. You see commercials on TV uh, for Flex Seal. It's a brand, which I'm not endorsing, by the way. They show those in the commercials. You literally can spray that stuff. It seals that joint and they claim you're good to go. And for the most part, you usually are, but you do have to get up there and maintain those. So keep that in mind. What type should you go with? You should go with aluminum and you should go with the seamless. Uh, the companies that do that, they literally come out with a trailer that has a machine. They literally put a roll of aluminum through their machine and it spits out a rain gutter. So they measure it and let's just say they say they need a 40 foot piece. They will measure it and then they will spit that 40 foot piece out of their machine. And then between them and their crew, they will take it and get it up on the roof and it's all in one piece. So that's the way to go. If you don't have the money or the means to do that, any kind of rain gutter is going to be better than nothing. But like I said, I, I would prefer, and that's what I would recommend, is the aluminum. When we talk about rain gutters, and you have them all up, and you're listening, and you're like, yeah, Steve, we're fine, you know, it's that's cool, but we, we, we already have rain gutters, so we're good to go. That's not what happens, for the most part, for years and years on end. Just like anything else around your home, you have to maintain the components, and your gutters are no different. A few things that you need to pay attention to on your rain gutters as far as maintenance. First thing, and if you're not installing new rain gutters, this might not apply as much, but you need to have screens. We all see commercials once again for rain gutter screens, and there are some that are better, some that are a little more expensive, but most professional rain gutter companies, they will install the screens with the new gutters. If you already have your existing gutters, you can absolutely get screens, but that's a job that for the most part, it would probably be the most I would say economical way, cheapest way, is to do that yourself. You can go down to your hardware store and there's there's all different types of screens that you can use or gutter covers or whatever you want to call it. The best is to have the professional company do it when they install them. And those screens obviously will keep all leaves and debris out of those gutters. And then you don't have to worry about cleaning them. Because if any of you have climbed up on your roof to clean your gutters or watched your spouse do it, it's probably a bit scary and you want to make sure that uh, you don't get yourself in danger by climbing up on a roof and having a ladder fall down and then you end up in the ER with a lot of medical bills. So if you do go put screens on and you fall off, don't blame me, but uh, you know, make sure that you do do have screens on there. What else preventative wise uh, should you pay attention to with your gutters? Make sure that the downspouts are attached to the home. Those will be attached right to the house. Then you have an extension. There's all different types of extensions. The most popular ones typically are the ones that just fold up. There are in newer codes and it depends on the municipality. Some cities, some counties don't even regulate it. But a lot of the newer codes, the new construction, you actually have to have your rain gutters tied into the storm drain. So that downspout literally does not even go to an extension. It goes into a pipe. That pipe typically goes out to the storm drain. That's usually out at the gutters. Um, there are other options. You can put a contraption that they put right out in the yard. It's 
like a diffuser is what I call it. It's piped from the downspout itself. You see it going to that pipe. There's a little green cap that you'll see out in your lawn. When it rains, the water comes out of that. Um, there's also downspout extensions that roll up when the, there's no water in it. Then when it rains, enough pressure hits that and it kind of unrolls itself out for several feet water comes out of that. But the extension is very important. The whole purpose of that is to get the water away from the home. So I'm sure you're asking, what does this have to do with toxic mold? So I'm going to just give you a quick scenario, something we see quite often, whether you have gutters or not, or if they're just defective. But typically what happens is a gutter is leaking, could be leaking because it's full with leaves, could be leaking because it's not sloped properly to the downspouts, could be several reasons. Maybe one of the anchors came out and that section of the gutter is sagging. And so what happens is all that water runs to that point from that whole side of the roof or that section of the roof. All that water runs right down next to the foundation. Even if you have the proper grading and drainage, that water could be discharged so close to the foundation it does not get away from it. So then that water runs down the foundation over time. That's going to cause cracking and obviously water follows the path of least resistance and that water ends up in your basement. And as you very well know, water and sheetrock and carpet and any cellulose materials typically produces mold infestations. That's how you would have a toxic mold infestation due to your gutters. It can be prevented. There's a lot of ways, like I said, that you can try to get around that with grading, sump pumps, drain tile systems, things like that. But at the end of the day, the whole point is, is to get rid of all of that water from the roof and get it away from your home. So I'm sure you're wondering, we built a new home and the contractor just, we didn't think about it. The roofer didn't say anything and we have no gutters at all. So how much would it run? Of course, this depends on where you live. Um, out west here, you know, Wyoming and Utah, especially down in Utah, they're growing quickly. And so per linear foot, and that's how we measure it, they're probably getting a lot more per linear foot for gutters than the Midwest or most other places. But anyhow, I would say the average cost per linear foot is between 10 to $18. And I'm sure that means not much to a lot of you. You're like, okay. You're probably wondering, well, so what's the average? Uh, how much does a home need? Obviously you need gutters on the eaves. So you have the eaves on the front and the back or each side, however, however your house is designed. But typically the front and the back, if you were to look at the total linear feet, I would say it's probably close to 100. So 100, 100 um, could be up to 160. Just depends on the size of your home. Could be down as low as 80. But anyhow, you're looking about $10 to $18 a linear foot. So you're looking at about 800 to 2,000, 2,200 for the gutters. So it's not, not much. And I, I say that and I know some of you might be like, wow, that, you know, 2,000 is a lot. I agree. 2,000 is a lot. But if you have a mold infestation that, of course, you should have a professional mitigate, $2,000 doesn't even typically get us in the door. You can listen to other podcasts as to pricing and you know why mold costs what it costs, but there's a lot to mold mitigation. And anyhow, $2,000 for rain gutters, you probably save you $10,000 in mold mitigation fees. So it's well worth it. It's something, as I stated earlier, if you can't have it done professionally, you know, you can go down to your hardware store and you can probably spend $800, which I 
you know, wouldn't recommend, but my point is, is you could do it for a lot cheaper, uh, but you've got to make sure that that water's getting away from the house. So what's my call to action? It's a little bit past spring. I, I think it's still spring. Technically it is, but it's pretty warm. So it feels like summer out there, but the, the next rainstorm that you have, do yourself a favor and go outside and just look down your eaves and make sure no water's dripping if you have rain gutters. Make sure it's going down to the downspouts, the water is, and that the water's coming out of those downspouts. So it's quick, easy, just peek out there. You can stand on your porch. You don't typically have to go out in the rain and just make sure that those are working. Also, I have an email list. We have a mold investigation checklist, which you can go to our website. It's a free checklist that you sign up for. Um, in order to get that checklist, you are signing up for our email list. We do not blow up your emails. We don't send you an email every day trying to sell you something. Right now, I just send out an email every other week. Very informational. Once in a while, something that I'm going to start doing that's new. A lot of times when I get questions or I deal with a situation with one of my clients, a bell goes off in my head and I'm like, hey, you know, I should probably tell my followers about this. So I am going to probably do uh, emails kind of spur of the moment if there's something I think about, but otherwise it's going to be once every other week. And it's just, it's simple. I will put the link in the comments to the podcast so that you can sign up for that. Once again, this is episode 209. I hope all of you are doing well and staying safe out there and happy Memorial Day. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you go to our website at cnccontractorservices.com and sign up for the mold investigation checklist. Again, go to cnccontractorservices.com and get your free mold investigation checklist today. You can also on cnccontractorservices.com find out more about Steve's courses and books and consultations. Once again, go to cnccontractorservices.com. <laughs>